Welcome to the Losing Faith Podcast. My name is Charnel, and if you're like me, you've been through experiences that has caused you to lose faith. And when I say faith, I'm not talking about just religious jargon. I'm talking about our belief systems, what we believe about the world, ourselves, and even our spirituality. We have these conversations where our humanity collides with our faith. And when our life circumstances start to contradict what we believe, it's raw, it's messy, and it's full of the whole human experience. And what's amazing about this is as we persevere and we keep pushing through life, we become experts of our own experiences. And now we can inspire hope and faith in others. So tune into the conversation about losing faith and the journeys that we go on to regain it, because I think we all need a dose of hope and faith in our lives at some point or the other. Hi, welcome to the Losing Faith podcast. Today we have Abigail on the podcast. I'm so excited. We were like going through hoops and loops to finally get to here today, but we're finally here. I met her on TikTok. Um, she's a business studio student and I'm going to let her introduce herself, but I just want to fill you guys in that we're also talking about um, self-love today. Super excited about her journey of self-love and you know it's it, we're gonna walk through it you know how it goes I'm talking a lot but Abigail go ahead introduce yourself <laughs> okay thanks Shara hi everyone my name is Abigail I go by Abby because it's a lot easier uh, like Shara said I'm a business student but I'm also at this funny stage in life where I'm trying to start to transition from being a teen and to being a young adult so part of that is me getting back into aquatics and working as a swim instructor like i had before but in a different way where i'm not working for a business i want to start something of my own and i am also starting some digital marketing work so that is still very much in the pro like the very start very yeah, much planning yes <laughs> yes exactly and um i'm going to start a podcast and char char inv uh, oh inspired me you inspired me to start this podcast so i want you to be on it one day once we jump through all the hoops I'm and loops honored. to get there yes <laughs> but yeah that's it's a lot i don't really know what to call myself right now aside from maybe Student of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally yeah. get that. I, yeah. I definitely think that um, I think that everyone kind of goes through those phases. And I feel like I just actually recently feel like I've actually got to a place where I'm like, okay, I don't think I figured it out, but I kind of figured out what I actually want to do. I've dabbled in a lot of things. I've dabbled in like, I did child and youth work. And then I mm -hmm. said, I don't want to do social work because, which is funny that I'm doing this, but I didn't want to do social work <laughs> because I felt like I was getting, I'm so empath empathetic to people that I was like, it was like impacting me. Talking draining about, you almost. That's how it was draining me. And now like, this is going to be my professional career that I made myself. Anyway, but, and then <laughs> it's funny. I was in my early twenties then. Right. So I'm like, yeah. no, it's not for me. And then wow. I tried to be an English teacher. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, um, because that was still me giving back, but I didn't like the rigidness of being a teacher, like right. in a way of being an English teacher. Then I quit school and well, I had a baby. And then after I went and I got certified in 
real estate home design. So making like aesthetics and selling people's houses and learning oh, that yeah. business. Um, <laughs> how did I get here? Then I didn't. And then I had kids. It was harder to do that. And I actually dealt with a lot of inner, internal fears. So I paid for the courses, never used it. Terrible. And then, like, I think it's a good segue into where we're going to go because <laughs> it's really about, like, how you think about yourself and, yeah. and what you're capable of doing. Um, so, yeah, I didn't really use it then. But then I started to blog. And that was actually my, my second blog, but it was very successful because I started to be really honest about my story got thousands of views like and I was just like whoo people really resonated with that um and then what did I do after that then I went back to a regular job worked at a real estate job to Mm -hmm. like write the checks and like book appointments for showings of houses and then I worked at a car dealership I listen my point is You, you're you're on a journey you know yeah the ebbs and flows of life and yeah. I think that it's really important as we even go into your story to really give yourself grace at every stage that you're at um I agree because being hard on yourself just makes it so much worse <laughs> yeah no I've learned that for sure okay so let's talk about your story because I just did a lot of talking um <laughs> <laughs> yeah well my story is definitely a lot shorter <laughs> compared to what you you just said because I actually turned 20 a couple I think a week ago so well, I'm... happy belated oh thank you oh, thank guys, you very much February you're probably not going to be hearing this until like maybe April May but oh, happy true. belated in February it's thank cool. you <laughs> yeah but it's funny I always cry on my birthday and I haven't been able to figure out what it is like what the root of that is deep inside but I I think it's part of the understanding and taking a moment to really look back and say wow I'm really taking a step into this new year of like a new age I'm 20 and I think that was really big because it felt almost like walking and like closing that chapter of childhood and adolescence and all the responsibilities that come along with that so that was a that was an interesting birthday (laughs) a lot of moments of like oh 20 now oh my goodness no I think that's real I'm trying to Mm -hmm. I have to go back because I'm turning 32 in April so I got like I got about 20 12 years on you. Um, <laughs> but that's okay years of wisdom. Listen, ooh, ooh, the 20s are definitely I will tell you on this it's you're you're going to change a lot. <laughs> you're going to change a lot. I think finding yeah. out who you are as an adult and your autonomy, like what you're talking about and what that looks like is definitely a journey that you go out through your whole years of your 20s. Yes. Um but I, I I cried on my on my twentieth, I believe so as well, um, because honestly, I made vows to myself when I was a teenager that I'd like be married by the time I was twenty. Like just insane viewpoints of the world. Like yeah. as a kid, it's like twenties old. Oh man, no. <laughs> like that's what I thought. So when I got to twenty, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I thought when I was twenty, this would mean like I'm actual an adult. I'm actually adulting. I don't even know if I'm adulting now. Like, it's just, you know, Um, so I definitely went through not a grief, a a grief of 
warranted expectations, almost like un, unrealistic expectations of where I thought that would, what that would be and how mature I actually thought I was going to be. It's laughable now, yeah. but um, <laughs> that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> no, go ahead. Sorry. I'm talking a lot, but I, I like oh, the conversation. No, I love that. So yeah. do I. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't worry about chiming in. I love going back and forth. So I turned 20. That's been a big, mm-hmm. big moment for me. Um, but in terms of my journey of losing faith, and like you said, it was, it's definitely a, a journey of self-love. And I think it always is and always will be. But I, I started, I think, when COVID started, that was a moment for everyone to like everyone took a step back from what was going on and we were all forced to kind of look inwards and stay at home and that definitely was a catalyst for my um the beginning of me losing faith in myself and Mm -hmm. that chapter in my life that i'm kind of starting to close or trying to close (laughs) so in terms of how i I felt that I lost faith in myself. It was definitely like what you said, those unrealistic expectations. And I think part of it is, I don't know if I would even say like unrealistic. I guess to some degree, some things are, you're being too hard on yourself for expecting so much. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, I know it's important to have big goals and big aspirations that you can work towards. And if you don't make it in the time frame, that's fine. At least you tried to get there and you can, you can keep working on that, but you need to have discipline and motivation to do that. And you need to have a solid why, why am I doing this? Why do I want this? Why is this my goal? Why do I deserve this? Do I deserve this? Well, of course you do, but that self-talk inside your head, can tell you no you do not deserve this what are you doing who do you think you are having all of these big dreams and that's where I started to spiral a lot so it was definitely um like with my mental health in the past two or three years I think two years I got diagnosed with major depression and then I got diagnosed with um ADD attention deficit disorder And initially, when I got that diagnosis, I held it, I wore it as a badge and Mm. felt that, yeah, I have this and I have this. And this is why I'm doing all of these things. And this is why my life isn't working out how I wanted it to, almost using it as an excuse. And that's not to say you can't give yourself grace. Obviously, you should in those moments when you're struggling, but it gets to a point where you can keep saying okay like this is what i have and it's just going to be there and let's keep going or you actually take action and decide okay i've realized this this is a disorder which means it's like part of my brain is just in the wrong order i can fix that i can change my behaviors and my habits to be more productive and to be more effective in getting to where i want to be So that was a big realization and mind shift, um, mindset shift, sorry, that I had to have to start taking action. And even now I struggle with being easy on myself because I look at 
some days that are really good and other days that are not so good. But like you said, it's the ebbs and the flows where it's not always going to be solid. But on the days that it is, great. And on the days that it won't be, well, there's tomorrow. Mm -hmm. so, no, I think you, you said a lot, but I think <laughs> I actually been struggling with that right now in my life. And I think that there's always levels to that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, since my daughter passed away and since my divorce, you know, it's been a, it's been over a year and a half now. So she passed away August 21st, August 18th, 2021. And the first year, last year, I was kind of like, oh, like I was just kind of in muck, you know, like mm -hmm. I didn't know what to do. And then around September, I started to go on TikTok and I went from uh, probably like 800 followers to 4,000 almost I'm at 4,500 like jump right and I was posting three times a day I was going live every day I do not go live every day I don't know if that's going to change when this is released but right now that didn't ha it doesn't do that that's anymore okay. but I had to because I was glad that I did it though because I met some key people mm -hmm. in my life you know mm -hmm. I started to um I had to make that decision of like okay I have to do something I yeah. am struggling. I don't want to get up. I am sad, you know? Um, yeah. You know, I'm sure that like, I didn't, I don't like to throw diagnoses out there, but I'm just like, is the, tra the trauma, I can say that I was traumatized by the loss mm -hmm. of my child. Like, I don't need a doctor to tell me that. Um, no, not at right. all. Right. <laughs> um, so dealing with that and trying to grieve actually, cause I, I didn't, I took a long time to grieve. I just didn't know mm -hmm. how. I didn't know how to feel that. Yeah. Um, and so like, just really battling with that. Okay, how much grace do I give myself? And then how do I take action? And mm -hmm. so, yeah, that, I just started there. I started with posting videos and they weren't even focused. Like I like mm -hmm. to edit content. So I just said, I'm just gonna talk. I'm just gonna say something. And yeah. you know, when I started talking, people started listening and they're like, wow, like, there's so much to learn or wisdom from your story. And, you know, I started going live and trying to be like, you know what, I know what it's like to struggle with your mental health. I know what it's like to um, not be able to sleep. That's why I specifically went live at night, you know, and mm -hmm. to be struggling and ruminating on your thoughts in the past, you know, so I was yeah. trying to create an atmosphere where people could talk, a place of safety and just love. And yeah. I made that decision to start doing that. And, who what's going to be next i think you guys will know by the time this podcast is released i keep saying that but i'm super excited about the future today so that's why i'm like this um but i totally get that battle um mm -hmm. you know because if i hadn't finally started this podcast let's say that so i wanted to start this podcast right after my daughter died like very close to it did not happen um it took me like nine months probably for my first episode and then I didn't release another episode until December remember I contacted you in September like you were there yeah. when I just started to go on TikTok live and I didn't message her again until December and now it's February but I think the thing that we can talk about is like let's talk about timing in mm -hmm. this process because I think that sometimes do you do you believe that like just the timing of your life you know so even though that happened during COVID like where you are now do you feel like 
this is the time that you are supposed to go into that or is there a battle there like I don't know how do you feel yeah I believe that the universe the source has its timing for everything even mm-hmm. if we don't like it and if, even if we are confused about what's happening and why why is this happening to me or why isn't this happening yet yeah there are a lot of yeah I think timing is very important and even though we don't have as much control as we might want to it's really key to understand that control like you just have to let go and let go and let God (laughs) yeah right so like just see how things go do your best and ride the waves I think it's a lot of people are trying to control the waves rather than mastering how to ride them and I'm still learning I know I always will be I don't think it'll get any easier because every age every decade you as you get older is going to have its own it's like a different level like you're leveling up but it's going to get harder as you keep going but you also gain wisdom from all of the time leading up to that so i just i'm trying to let go of trying to control things no i get it um like honestly the control thing is actually huge because um Mm -hmm. i think that life's like life's my life tragedies forced me to realize that i'm not in control you know and um that was one of the biggest lessons that I think I learned in my twenties. I think, you know, being married, divorced, I was in an abusive relationship, then like losing. So I feel like I had to start over when I lost, left my marriage, you know, and then mm-hmm. had to start over again when I lost my daughter. And like, and that happening in the, my later twenties and in my early thirties, I'm like, what the heck? Right. Cause you know, there's like this, like, I should be established. I should understand the world. <laughs> right. You all know? these expectations yeah of yeah. like you know what is happening and I think that I mean you can relate to that because you're saying you're closing a chapter of like coming out of your teenage years and I you're mm-hmm. I would say your formative years because like I mean you still had teen attached to your age and like so what do you think yeah. are some healthy expectations or healthy things that you know you can control um going forward what are some like goals or things that you've been thinking about I think a big one for me is my my thought process or my thinking process Mm -hmm. and one of my biggest weaknesses and I think a lot of us is our own mind and we Mm -hmm. don't realize how one of the like the biggest thing holding you back is yourself and yourself that self-talk or you could even refer to it as your ego, that part of you that's saying, you can't do it. This is too hard. I want to give up. I don't want to do this right now. I don't want to get up. I want to stay in bed. This is so much easier. I can just scroll for hours and time will pass and it'll be fine. But you need to be strong enough. And this isn't something that comes easily because I haven't gotten there yet. So <laughs> I, I can say from experience, it takes time. Um, you just have to catch yourself when you start going down that route and say, okay, I'm going to go this way now. I'm going to tell myself 
like remind myself where I want to go and why I am enough, why I can get up, why I should get out of bed and should stop scrolling. So changing my, um, catching myself when I start to spiral and overthink or perseverate on the past or future, things that are out of my control. It's a lot of letting go of that and focusing on positivity and then manifesting it. So that's one thing. This word, oh, like, yes. You know, I've been struggling. This is just me personally. You can tell me your thoughts on it. Like Mm -hmm. with manifestation and being positive and then also being Mm -hmm. honest about how I feel. Because, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like, I feel like there's like this toxic level of positivity. They'll be like, yeah. I'm sad. Don't say that. Don't say that you're sad. Say that you're happy. And then you're just yeah. going to be happy. And I think there is truth to that. But yeah. then I also think that if I don't allow myself to be honest about how I feel, then there's like a repression that happens. Like yeah. inwardly. That is also dangerous for me. Yeah. You know, I you find... think, can you relate to that? Yeah. Definitely. I find that for me... I've struggled with this a lot, but what helps is to acknowledge what I'm feeling first and say, okay, I feel like, can I swear? Yes. On the podcast? I feel like shit. (laughs) (laughs) I feel terrible. I am so sad. I'm so angry. And I like acknowledge it because when you suppress that feeling, it's only going to build up and build up until it explodes. And I've experienced that it's not very pleasant. So I would rather acknowledge it and kind of let the feeling, let my body feel it. So it's not just in my mind, but just kind of, I like to shake my body, shake my arms. So I almost feel it in my arms and going out of my legs. And then I visualize it almost like lifting out of me, or I do some breath work to imagine inhaling light and exhaling the darkness or the emotion that I don't want. And then after I recognize it and feel it, I think about releasing it. And mentally, I'll I'll say, all right, well, I'm feeling this. And that's okay, because it's not forever. Every emotion is temporary, whether it's a great one or a super shitty one. It's not forever. So that's one way. I mean, it's not easy to always catch that. And it will take time for me to... Be like, okay, I've been feeling really upset about this one thing, and I'm starting to realize that it's not that big of a deal. Like, maybe I'm just getting so mad in traffic, and then I take a second, like, hey, I'm just trying to get from point A to point B. It's not that serious. So I think a lot of things are just not that serious. <laughs> Listen, like, <laughs> I'm ooh, here. you know, it's funny because I do... I do like the opposite with my friends, right? So then they get upset. Like if you get upset about traffic mm-hmm. and, you know, if my friend called me and she was like, I'm just so upset. And even if it's minor, I usually say, I'm like, okay, so what are we really, what's, what's the real struggle? What's frustrating you, you know, mm-hmm. like, and it could open up into something like, oh, I always feel like I'm not on time and people criticize me. Like it becomes a bigger issue than just the traffic, right? It's yeah. like, it's triggering on a, on a thought process. And, you know, yeah. I mean, I can do this with myself. Sometimes I'm too introspective, I swear. I like, honestly, but I also do it with the people around them and I give them an opportunity to be like, okay, you are feeling impatient. And not to say that 
it's not a big deal because sometimes I'm big on gaslighting myself. I would tell myself it's not a big deal, but it's, I'm still reacting to it. It's like, why, what bothers me about this cup being moved out of this spot, right? Because I feel like I organized it in a certain, in a certain way. And now my life is disorganized because the cup is moved, right? <laughs> the little things, and it's the little it's things. minor, but it's speaking to a, a, a place in me that mm-hmm. like, when things are not in my control and when things are not the way that I expect it to be, it's almost like this, there's a part of me that's like, sometimes it could speak to a part of me that feels inadequate. So I can't just let it be what it is instead of attaching it to something deeper. Now you could just be mad because yeah. of traffic. I'm not saying that you were not mad because of traffic, but yeah. I have noticed there's a tendency if something is continually irritating someone or you're struggling with patience or something mm-hmm. like if we take time to step back and be like, why do I feel impatient about this right now? Right. Or what, yeah. what did I do not to prevent this? Like, I know that there's traffic at 5 PM. See the decisions that we make. I know every day at 5 PM, there's going to be traffic, but yet I leave five minutes before <laughs> and then I'm mad and I'm frustrated. Am I mad? at the traffic or am I mad at my decision-making for not being proactive? You know, like, yeah. And am I just trying to not put it on myself and say it's the environment around me that's causing my pain rather than take accepting responsibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, (laughs) (laughs) I think the big part of control is realizing that we are in control, but it's not, control of what we want to be in control of like you want to make like help people read your mind and you want people to know what to do and how to help you you want traffic you want the roads to be empty when you're driving to work (laughs) in the morning you want all this and that from everyone from everything but you can't you can't control that you can however control yourself and your emotions and if you're going to let someone ruin your day or if you're going to take a step back and say you're having a terrible day and you're going through something to be acting the way you are to have just said that mean comment to me like that's you and i don't i have a barrier of right here that keeps me safe because i know i'm enough in myself and yeah. i can control what's here not that yeah that's that's so good thank you i I didn't that this is a really good conversation sorry i didn't i honestly i didn't know what to expect but this is what i today um (laughs) (laughs) i'm really happy with how this is going i was honestly pretty scared like how is this gonna go no i usually leave it open-ended and i think that it's good for my listeners to know that like that where there's not like hyper planning before these conversations because i want them to be organic and i do as a spiritual person i'm super spiritual i feel like Mm -hmm. there's a level of like i would feel like you don't have to believe this way where there's like a divine thing of what needs to be said in a certain time and if we just allow it like if i don't try to control everything i agree something beautiful can be like painted it's almost like a painting of a conversation that happens you know i think that each podcast even when i release it people the the feedback is like wow it either helped the person that was on the podcast like they felt it was really healing just to have the conversation or like it was just released at the time that it needed to be so even though it was like 
two months ago or three months ago. Sometimes I listen back and I'm like, holy, I needed that today. I need a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me know when you upload this. Yeah. And send it back to me and I'll probably need it too. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a break and we're going to talk about like the second half of your story and like, you know, the things that you love about yourself now. Let's talk about those things when we come back from the break. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> do you want to be a part of something amazing? Well, I'm inviting you today to not just be a listener of this podcast, but to be a part of Mission 1 Million Streams by being a guest on the podcast. I believe that everyone is an expert of their experiences. And when we persevere and we go through our lives and we overcome things, that we also have something to share with the world. Your story matters. I completely understand that, you know, people might never resonate with me, the host, Chanel, you know, um, but they can resonate with your experiences because, you know, something that could you could say could resonate way more than something I could resonate but each story we do tell is so powerful and it can touch individuals in so many different ways so please I'm inviting you right now to be a part of the podcast um, send me an email at losingfaithpodcast at gmail.com and we can definitely get the process started but let's get back into the episode So let's get back into it. Um, so we're going to talk about a few things. Like, what do you love about yourself, Abby? Um, let's just tell us. <laughs> what do I love about myself? Man, that's a big question. I mm. feel like going back a couple of years, if I was asked this question, I would be, it would feel like I was, I'd be boastful and very arrogant to be talking about, oh, I love this about myself. I love this, but. I've come to a place of acceptance of, mm. yeah, I love myself. I'm great at these things and I'm proud of myself for the person that I am. And I think having that attitude, definitely like having that way of carrying yourself around people, it, it shines almost. Cause I see that in other people and that's what inspires me to be, to try to be open and have a positive vibe so I guess that's one thing I love about myself <laughs> I definitely feel it so I'm like if you oh. want to ask and I'm like I, Girl, definitely I feel it feel. from you <laughs> I feel it from you thank you so hmm, what else this is I should do this as an exercise like every morning because I feel really <laughs> great right now just thinking about this yeah. uh, I love my I love that I'm really creative, even mm. though I don't always tap into it in um, like physical forms of creativity, but I'm always creative in the way I think about situations and problem solving and how to look at a situation and think of all the different ways to um, get to a solution that everyone will be okay with especially when it comes to conflict with people that I love. Mm -hmm. That's a tough, that's a tough thing to deal with. But if you tap into your creative side and the compassionate and love that comes from creativity and expressing yourself genuinely, that definitely helps with um, really just getting back in touch to where you're trying to, um, what you're trying to achieve like in those difficult moments of conflict with people, 
focusing on how to get to an end goal that both of you will be okay with or even just that person that way you're able to not think so much about yourself and Mm -hmm. at the end of the day you'll be happy because that person is happy and they've like everyone's happy because the issue is resolved so the creativity that comes out in different forms i i love music so that's yeah. another. Sorry, I'm kind of just going off. No, go on. <laughs> I love this. I think it's Thank a very. You. I love it. Just keep going. <laughs> You're so sweet. Thank you. Well, on top of to touch on the creativity, I love music. I love videography. I love fashion and creating clothes and designs on clothing that I that just get me excited. And if I know it gets me excited, there's got to be at least one other person that'll get excited to see that too. So I think the self-expression and also the confidence to put myself out there and express myself. I think those are, those are the main things that I would say are key personality traits of mine, creativity and confidence. Um, and those are the things that I think people love about me, which is why I love them about my, that about myself. I think that's beautiful because I think it's the way that like you show up in the world. And you. You know, I, I, I want to commend that you can see it. And as someone like <laughs> for you to do that, that's really powerful. And I, maybe I, I could do that. No, I know I can do that now, but you like, do. I, <laughs> but I used to struggle like the same type of thing where it's almost like this false humility or it's like, we have to live in this, like, woe is me. Like, you know, so we can't Mm -hmm. love ourselves. But the problem is that we make all of our sources of love external when, when we can't acknowledge it, the things that we love about ourselves. And that means it's also interdependent on whatever fluctuates around us instead of being solidified in who we are internally. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, for me, like, I used to struggle to get my needs met, to want to feel loved. And one of the things that I would jump into is like being manipulative because now I'm like, well, you're not just going to love me for who I am because I don't love me for who I am. So I have to conjure and I have to, you know, make you control it out of a place of fear or like, you know, to be honest, my mom used to say I was really manipulative and I didn't get it because I felt like I was trying to express myself. Now, honestly, if I'm really honest, love her to death, you know, I, my first, my first narcissist was my mom. I, she, she don't listen to this. She hates this. I'm very honest though. Right. <laughs> like she, she, and I understand why she felt the way she, she felt because mm-hmm. I think my mom has gone through a lot of trauma. I know she's gone through a lot of trauma and it's her mm-hmm. way of coping. It became like a self-protecting um, coat that she wore. And it was like, I need to control the world around me because there was so much about her childhood that she couldn't control. There was so much around her that she couldn't control. So when she had her daughter, I think that there was just a level of expectations where everything became about her, but that's the only way she knew how to live. So I'm not even saying out of a place of, I'm not angry, I understand it, but I had to now decide like, do I want to live this way, right? Do I want to be controlled by the fear of like the things that I can't control? or you know, do I want to show up like, like you were saying into this world and be authentically who I am and be able to love people? Because even when you're talking about your conflict, your conflict resolution, to me, all I kept hearing was, I'm like, it's, it's a, it's, it's your expression of love. 
Like mm-hmm. it's how you love the people that you love, you know, mm-hmm. to not just think about yourself and to be able to look beyond yourself and like have that empathy and the compassion for them wow. and yourself to come to these beautiful places of res- re- resolution. And that I think that takes, if, if that comes naturally to you, that's beautiful. Like that is like, a, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you know, because I think that as someone that was a survivor for so long, like mm-hmm. it wasn't natural for me. I did mm-hmm. start to become like a mirror of how I was raised, you know, and I started to realize that like, this is not who I actually am. One of the things that my mom in trying to protect me, she would say that you have too much of a big heart. This is not how the world really is. You can't love this way. You can't care this way. It's only going to get you hurt. And I don't think she was doing it out of maliciousness. I think that she probably had a similar heart. And because of the pain that she's experienced, she's like, you're naive. But when I got into, when I, when I, I had to cut ties with my mom, right? But when I got to a place mm-hmm. of like separating from her and trying to find myself, I realized that I'm like, I want to get back in touch to the little girl that loved too much or like mm-hmm. that had the big heart because I felt like that was authentically who I was, you know, yes. that I didn't have to exist constantly in this place of like in this to me, it's a place of like constant fear, mm-hmm. you know, constant fear that I'm not going to get my needs met, constant fear that I'm not going to be loved, constant fear that I'm not worthy. And I still battle with these thoughts, believe me, like some days, like trying to be mindful is exhausting. Um, <laughs> Tell me <laughs> you know? about it. Yeah. yeah, I definitely resonate with what you've been saying, especially what you, your story about your mom, mm-hmm. because I don't know if I told you this, but I'm half Filipino. My mom is from the Philippines, and I obviously don't look Filipino, but um, I had, my upbringing was very interesting, because my dad is from where I'm from, Vancouver, Mm -hmm. and, well, I live just outside of Vancouver, but he's from here, and my mom grew up on the complete other side of the world, Mm -hmm. and she was struggling every day with her family. So when she came to Canada, she, it was always being in survival mode from yeah. when she was born. And I, f- I think she still is in that mode to, to this day. Mm-hmm. And it can be hard to connect with those walls that haven't been broken down yet. And I definitely resonate with what you're saying about um, just that struggle in communicating yeah because the dynamic is really hard to <laughs> my screen Oops. um it's <laughs> sorry about that it can okay. be hard to communicate because i know my mom always has the best interest at heart for me and she wants the best for me and she's acting the way she does because she wants to protect me from the world but at the same time that protection can only do so much and you can either choose to try to protect and shield or you can try to choose to make them stronger on their own. And yeah. I think, and I actually wanted to ask you how you have, like how you've parented and how you have adapted from your experience. Um, I think one of the key things that I did with my kids, I've made a lot of mistakes. Oh, let me just hashtag Everyone that. Does. Hashtag Everyone mistake. does. 
right? But one of the key things that I did and I made a decision on really earlier on is that I want my kids to be who they are, right? And to express in the way that they wanted to express. I think the one thing I did, especially specifically with my eldest, my eldest was like, if he had big emotions, I'd like, it's okay, you know? But like, how yeah. can we, how can we express these big emotions in a way that is safe for you, that is respectful, safe for you, safe for me, like respectful to the environment, you know? So yes. you might feel big bursts of anger. Like, how can mm-hmm. we express this big burst of anger without like punching your brother? You know, like, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, doing it in a safe way. And, yeah. you know, I think that decision um, has caused my son to one thing I can say about him is that he's very articulate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he really can speak. I'm very angry. I'm upset you know, this made me feel this way. Um, and I tried my best not to censor him. Like my son talks a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but I never said like, you can't talk. You know, I tried to give room for him to speak um, because yeah. I felt like I wasn't allowed to talk. So I think yeah. like in those aspects, um, it's reminding me right now that like, even in that decision, it's like I broke a generational thing that was happening. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. So you can elaborate on what you were going to say. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I agree. It's, I think it's part of self-love too, to understand that it's okay for me to speak up and express my emotions. And I think the reason that a lot of us struggle with that is because the self-love and like all this stuff is very new. It hasn't been around. Our parents didn't have that. Our grandparents did not know anything of that. It was kind of just survive and survive. get through every day. And then we'll be on our deathbed sooner or later. Like, yeah. that's kind of how it is. But now, our I think my generation especially, because of the internet, has been able to look at all the messed up things that go on in this world. And that's why we're very, like... I don't really give a fuck. I'm just going to do what I want. And Mm -hmm. what happens happens because this world is already going in the direction it's going. So it's kind of like, fuck it. Let's just do whatever. And with that has come a push and resistance against the traditional ways of this is how you treat your child. Like, no, you can, you can give room to your child to express their emotions and, speak up for themselves and you can hear them out and not keep that parent child dynamic super harsh and like, yeah like seen not heard seen yeah. like yeah that's what that is it's the old like it's a very old it's a, a generations have done it but like a lot of kids not being seen and my thing about it is whether you're elderly whether you're a child whether you're female whether you're male whether you I don't care what you identify as like you're mm-hmm. a human Right. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, a huge thing is like embracing that no matter, we all have feelings, emotions, thoughts, right. And we all want to be seen, heard, Mm -hmm. loved. Like we all have these desires and we are always trying to get those needs met. They're actually at the core. Yeah. Yeah. So when a person is denied those things or, you know, because we're, because we are inadequate in regards to, we can't be perfect. Right. So because we can't perfect, we we are not perfect. We are going to hurt other people. 
or we're going to fail mm-hmm. them, you know? And I think that even as a parent, I think that was why I have so much compassion on my parents. Because mm-hmm. like, once I started to have kids, I was like, this is, I was growing up with my kid. I had my kid at 24, my first, you know, mm-hmm. I was still trying to, I mean, I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out. And I, now I'm trying to figure it out with a little human, you know, mm-hmm. like, and, you know, learning as I go and then having to learn each child because every child is different. Like from the time they're born, they are different, you know? And I, I felt like every time I gave birth, I'm like, oh, who are you now? Like, who is this person yeah. that I, what temperament do you have? Like, like yeah. it's like a whole discovery process. And, you know, I want to say, this is, we didn't plan to go in this direction, but I want to say if you mm-hmm. are a mother on here, and you know you are in a unique situation or you are beating yourself up you know because I deal with that I can deal with a lot of shame or the mistakes I've made or things where I can see especially now that I don't have my kids it gave me time to reflect on things that I don't know reflect sometimes I ruminate um on things that I could have maybe done better (laughs) um you know and like um but I know today that my motivation behind this podcast and the motivation um, for all the businesses that I'm going to start and all the things that I'm trying to go after this world is to create a world where my children, you know, whether I raise them or not, are able to, wow, I feel this is so powerful for me, where they are able to be themselves, where they are able to express themselves, where it's okay for them to feel, to achieve those dreams you know, and do it. Like, I I just want to create a better world. And I think that when I have these conversations, one person at a time, I am cultivating environments because this is not just going to affect you, not just our listeners, but every person that it touches, it touches the people that when they, when you change it, even if it's indirect, you also impact the people that are watching you change. And sometimes like you are like the healing that people need to see. Sometimes you're the only healing when they see that change evident in your life, then they can feel inspired or be like, oh, wow, like this is actually possible for me. And that is my motivation, you know, and this podcast is going to be up. And if my son ever listens to it one day and he's like, you know, he's older and he wants to listen to his mommy, I want him to know that I love him so much. And, you know, I want him to understand my motivation, you know, Mm -hmm. and why self-love is so important and you know and no matter how he can no matter how he feels about me my or my my second my second board um that it is okay to love yourself you know and it's okay not to be ashamed of the great things you know even having big emotions there's no shame in that it's beautiful mm-hmm. that you can feel and express the and feel the world and experience life the highs and the lows you know because so much people numb yes you know and some people praise numbing and it's not it's not about controlling the emotion it's about your behaviors yes your behaviors Mm -hmm. can have consequences but it's not Mm -hmm. about not experiencing life you Mm -hmm. know and walking around numb and if you're still here then you're resilient and I want to say that to you Abby like if you're still here you are resilient and you know, your evidence, your staying power of you still being here, especially like after COVID, the world went upside down. And you know what? And since then, a lot of people haven't made it. 
there's a lot of people who I'm so used to saying unalive because of TikTok, but there's a lot of people who have committed suicide. There's a lot of people, I mean, suicide was, it's not new, but like, mm-hmm. honestly, I feel like it's 2023 and we're still trying to recover from yeah. when the world turned upside down. Um, and, you know, the fact that we're, we, it, it caused a lot of people to reinvent themselves, you know, how we did things, you know, even like with school and education, which would bring a lot of validation to people, all of a sudden, it's not that education is not, it's not, it's not that education is worthless, but now it's like, is going to get a degree in the most conventional way, unless you're like a doctor, but like, is that the only answer? All of a sudden, it's like, we have to be more creative and be like, the ways that everyone did it in our past, our parents and our grandparents is not working in our world anymore. Yes, I definitely think that a lot of the structures of our society, like the education system, mm-hmm. um, our governments, and the way that um, our countries are run, like you, we're seeing it all fall apart. And mm-hmm. it's it's lasted and it's worked for so long, but I think we're in this very strange time where there could be a complete flip. Like if we didn't, if we thought COVID was bad, I don't, I think that could have been the tip of the iceberg, honestly. (laughs) And it's when I start to reflect on what could be and what the future could have in store for us, I'm going to be honest, it scares me. Mm -hmm. It's frightening because where I live, I've, there have been so many more like just surveillance cameras and cameras, uh, intersections. Like, I feel like every intersection has one now, and I can't imagine how much more surveillance there will be. And that just freaks me out. Like, today I saw a camera that moves above a... I was like, what? They, I can't... I mean, it's 2023, but, like, wow, that's scary. It feels like there's a robot watching me drive to where I'm going. So, mm-hmm. and, like, I don't know... We don't know what we really have control over, but aside from ourselves... So I'm trying to just sit in that and ground myself and reflect on who I am, who I want to be, and what I can do about that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's the question. You know, like, I don't really get... If you come on my TikTok, you'll know that I am not going to debate you about the current state of the world. I don't know everything about it, but I'm not blind. I understand the current state of the world. My thing Mm -hmm. is, it's like, but how can I be the change? Or how can I affect the world right Mm -hmm. and you know people will come into my tiktok and be like oh like you're doing this live you're just one person you're just a pebble in the ocean okay or or (laughs) or you're the pebble right like (laughs) it's even if it's just a pebble at least it's something yeah because i think that there's something in me that's like if i am just going to accept everything that how it is even in my current state, my feelings, if I accept my depression, if I accept like all of these things and don't make a decision to make any action, then I'm giving, I've given up. Mm-hmm. And part of my will to live is that I need to fight back. It's just in me. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta fight in some way. And, you know, oh, yeah. I say all the time, I'm like, I'm counterculture. You know, I make a podcast about losing faith as someone, you know, I don't like to call myself a Christian you guys can get mad at that too. I don't really care, right? Because Christian has many definitions, right? But I do believe that mm-hmm. I am 
I'm a spiritual person and I do, I do connect to Jesus, but I, I don't connect to religion. And I think the closer that I get to God is the further away I get from religion. Um, I agree. So, you know, with that, I, I don't think I've ever been, I've always been someone who's questioned, like, is this, does this have to be this way? And, yeah. you know, people have said you're rebellious or you're like, why why can't you just conform you know and uh no not gonna do it <laughs> do you mind me asking are you the oldest child yes it's just something about us yes, so am like I. the oldest child that was in my household so i have an older brother but yeah. he didn't grow up with us so yes i was i was oh, okay. raised the best. um yeah mm-hmm. it's i think part of that being the oldest in the household or firstborn mm-hmm. you're put in this spot of responsibility and also like yeah. a guinea pig yeah so you're the you're the guinea pig and how your parents are going to try doing this and then it's like okay second one comes along I learned from these mistakes let's not make those so yeah. there's a lot of learning and self-learning afterwards and reteaching yourself out of frame situations and all that so i mean this was a (laughs) this conversation is so loaded um honestly i might leave all of it we'll see where we're at at that point in time but i think that it's so powerful i want to thank you abby for like just blessing me with your presence um and blessing our listeners with your presence it has been an honor and i'm glad that we rescheduled all this time but i feel like Yes. It needed to be today. Um, timing. Yeah, timing. Um, timing. And I think that this is going to impact not just one person, but a lot of people. Um, so I want to thank you for coming on and sharing your story and your experiences. Um, if there's anything you want to advertise, are you ready to say anything yet? Like, is there anything that do you have a page Ooh. or Instagram? Where, where can we find you? Where can you find me? <laughs> well, I do have an Instagram let me pull it I believe it's with Abby or underscore with Abby mm-hmm. sorry it's with Abby and then underscore at the end that's my Instagram for okay. my projects coming up and if you find me there you will find other links when I fill fill that Instagram page up with good stuff it's still in the progress but hopefully when this podcast is up it'll be yeah. up and running Okay, awesome. I'm I'm super excited about it. I love journeys. Yeah. Um, I love so watching I. people's journeys. So <laughs> I'm invested now. Okay, like <laughs> Oh man, I'm invested in yours. Thank you. It was such an honor to be part of this podcast. And I like when you reached out to me on Instagram, I was like, holy shit, she remembered me. Wow. I'm going to be on a podcast? Like <laughs> you honestly are why I want to start a podcast and seeing you do it and having you genuinely want me to be on your podcast and you sent me all the info and I was like, Oh wow. Like this is legit. And she's like such a badass woman for doing all of this. Like I'm so, I'm so honored to have been a part of this project of yours. So thank you so much. Thank you as well. So, all right, guys, um, listen to us. Um, If you haven't checked out my socials, please click the link in all of my bio they will be under sharna underscore made new um and i'm sure you heard something about the in the commercial whatever i am advertising at the time 
I believe in it. I need you all to know. Okay. So if it's about, I don't know what ad it's going to be, but whatever ad it is, I don't support anything. I don't believe in. So <laughs> you guys like check it out. All right. Love y'all guys so much. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode. If you enjoyed that or if anything resonated with you, please do me a favor and write a review under the podcast. Share the podcast with your friends, your family, or anybody you feel like it's going to touch. This helps the mission of getting us out, getting our messages out there and, you know, helping to spread hope and faith to other people. If you want to keep up with what's going on with the podcast, you can follow us on social media at social media on losing at losing faith podcast on both tiktok and instagram and that will keep you completely updated on what's going on in the future so we'll definitely see you next week for a new episode later bye